Welcome to Gross Anatomy. Hello. How are you doing? Good. Are we live? We are live with Gross Anatomy Podcast, the show that explores the sights, smells, and sounds of medicine and how it pertains to pop culture. And movies, TV, books, podcasts, and the world around us. And you have a nose ring. <laughs> I'm Raya O'Neill, and I have a nose ring. Did you always have that nose ring? Yeah, and it's funny that it's mo- like you can really see it now, but I've, I've had it for about four years. And it's always in? It's always in. How is it? I'm just noticing it. Well, I did get a little, like, I went to the dermatology dermatologist and had a little laser done. So maybe I'm just glowing and you could just see it. There you go. That's the glow. And I'm Dr. Jason Cohen, and I don't have a nose ring. Not yet. There's still no. time. Although... At one point in college, I, my, one of my roommates and I, one of my good friends, we always toyed with getting earrings, but not two, just one earring, but we like never did. Boys. Right. Although there's no rule these days anymore. But, but back in the day, there were set rules about there where were you rules, would put. Which one you would get pierced, what it meant. Right. There were a lot of rules. Now there are no rules. Yeah. Now the rules are there ain't no rules. First That's one right. to the point and back wins. The That's a quote point. from a movie. Say it again. The rules are there ain't no rules. First one to the end and back wins. Uh, uh, I don't have the whole thing. Part of it is is the right quote. The rules mm-hmm. are there ain't no rules is the, is the right thing. The other stuff, I don't know. Any guesses? You've definitely seen it. I feel like I've definitely seen it. It sounds like a movie like Grease, but I know it's Yes, not- yes, oh! yes. Is it? Yes, very good. I love Grease. Yeah, very good that you knew it. That's pretty impressive. Thank you. Yeah, that's at Thunder Road. Thunder Road. Thunder Road. I think there's a clothing line called Thunder. Right? Was it called Thunder Road? No, the T Birds. Yeah, when they did the when they did the race, was it called Was it called Thunder Road? I I don't know. Never mind. Who knows? Speaking of movies, I went to the movie theater last night and I watched Scream Five. How was it? It was okay. You know, I mean, it was good for like the budget that it had. You know. Yeah. A little above average movie. Those are good, fun movies. I, I saw the... I don't like scary movies, though. Do you oh, like scary really? I like, like scary. scary. Yeah, it's like funny to me. So before we jump into things, I just want to formally congratulate and celebrate that you are officially the new co-host of Gross Anatomy Podcast. Woohoo! Thank you so much. I'm so excited. As, as am I. We're going to... Do lots of great things. And Lauren Taylor, who was our former co-host, is still involved as more of a executive producing uh, role. So she's going to be behind the scenes helping us make sure we don't get in trouble. That's right. Yeah. Making sure I don't get fired as a doctor. Making sure I don't get fired as a young adult. And there you go. (laughs) And there you go. I'm actually filming now from my friend's cafe, if you can tell. I can tell. I see Bravo Toast. I Bravo was Toast, Bravo Toast. Bravo Toast. We're giving a Bravo Toast plug. They're my new recording studio. It's a great little place. Oh, they're closed and it's your recording studio? They close at four and while the guys are back there just cleaning up, I just sit out here and finish my work. That's a brilliant thing. Yeah. I actually, interesting fun fact about Bravo Toast is my middle daughter, Hannah, is your employee there at Bravo She Toast. is. She's the best. 
star employee. She's the she's she runs that cashier like a firecracker. I really I put her out there. I put her out there in the wild on like day one. She did one day of training for a few hours, and then the next day it was like, "This is it, Hannah." And she killed it. Yeah, I think she's kicking butt. We actually went to visit her this weekend. We oh, got this did? past weekend. We went and we got some toast. What'd you think? I thought I really love the. I'm not just saying it. They really nailed the avocado toast. I like it with the pesto on it. It's really good. It's truly and, one of the best. And the spicy pepper flakes. It's it's a really good avocado toast. And the toast, the level of toast, they they nailed it. Good balance of everything. We're actually planning on doing a Valentine's Day toast. Well, Super Super Bowl is coming up first, which we'll talk about. How exciting! We might do like a themed like Valentine's. Wait a minute. The su- what's a Super Bowl? I think it's this like thing that a bunch of people like and they get drunk for no reason and yell. And they just watch grown men run into each other and, and beat each other up, basically. That's all they do. Grown men run into each other. It's just, in my mind, not to insult any athletes, but especially football, it's basically a form of gladiators. Yeah, I know. Which is what all, you know, that's kind of what sports stem from is is kind of gladiators and watching that kind of stuff. Football's really bad, especially because, well, a few years ago, there was this huge debate with like their helmets and concussions. And there was that movie with Bill Smith. And Did you see that movie? I never saw it. Me neither. I'm bad. We should have done our homework and watched the movie, but we're bad. I know. But like, I think I know what happens. People get concussions and it's bad. And it's bad. I think that's pretty much what happens in the movie. That's all we need to know. So I, think I was always like football too rough for me. If I had a son or when I have a child. And if Did you just say you have a son? No. I said, if I had a son, <laughs> I have a little fur baby, but she's a girl. Okay. Okay. Um, I would not want them playing football. It's too violent. I guess, unless they pay you a gazillion dollars and you could retire at like 40 and fly off into the sunset. That's the thing. Then Now we're talking. I know it's a trade-off, you know? There's so many other sports. Well, it's really like the long-term effects of concussions. I've been concussed. Have you? I think so, yeah. What? How were you concussed? Oh, gosh. I mean, playing volleyball. I played volleyball in college, D1. And, like, we get hit in the head a lot by, like, spiked balls and stuff, especially if you're in the backcourt. And, and you not you got oh, knocked unconscious? Like, not knocked unconscious, but I was down for, like, a couple minutes. But I didn't, I kept playing. I, I played hockey as a kid. Oh. And one day in practice, my friend Joey forgot his stick. So what we decided, and we had drills on opposite ends and we were going down on the goalie and we had each goalie on opposite ends of, of the ring. And so Joey decided, we decided we would share my stick. So he would go down and throw the stick to me and I'd get it and take the breakaway and then I would throw my stick across the court to him. But on this particular time, I borrowed the stick from the guy next to me who had an extra stick. And I didn't bother to see if there was a stick going to be flying in the air. And Joey didn't bother to see if I needed the stick. And he sent the stick flying across the rink. And I'm going down on the breakaway and nailed me and knocked me out. Major nosebleed. Um, and I went, the, the, actually the doctor, I think came to make a house call back in those days. Uh, and interestingly, funny, my dad 
who was a little bit of an interesting character, wound up calling his dad on the phone and cursing him out. Like, what's, and this guy was one of my best friends, is still one of my best friends. And he's like, what's wrong with your son? He's a moron. He's an idiot, you know, every, you know. And it was, you know, it was an interesting thing. And so my friends and I, we still laugh about it. God, you could still be concussed. Yeah, I, I think had that not happened to me, I might have been a brain surgeon. But instead, I just had to settle for a cancer surgeon. <laughs> What's actually happening when you have a concussion? Your your hand or your brain is like, sh- moves? Well, yeah, the, the brain probably does shake a little bit. But there's not a lot of room for the brain to shake. But it's more, it just gets, you know, like a bruise anywhere, like a big black and blue. You could get a little bruise somewhere. And there's probably a little shake up. Um, and you know, I don't, I don't know how well all of that is actually totally understood. Uh, but you get enough of those and it adds up and it, and it also affects not just how the brain looks, but how the brain functions. Right. Oh, yikes. Muhammad Ali was someone who had significant, uh, Hmm. concussion. What is it called? It's called concussion, post-concussion syndrome or i mean he had what an amazing guy but you used to see him later on in life and he was a little bit unfortunately a shell of what he was because of all of his head injury that's another sport that i don't really like boxing the boxing ufc stuff oh well that's real gladiator that's real gladiator it makes you cringe. you know speaking of all of that and sports and everything i don't know if it was baseball or football i heard that they're not necessarily going to be checking for steroids and and substances in people's blood. I forgot what sport it was. Oh, it was baseball. I did it's see baseball. That. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's pretty interesting, and that's something I've always kind of thought to some degree. You know, I've talked to former athletes, pro athletes, who have said things like, "Yeah, everybody's doing something." You know, everybody's trying to enhance themselves in some way to get ahead. What, you know, and, and it's the new thing or the latest fad or proteining up or whatever it is. Are you a big baseball fan? I, I hate to confess. I'm no longer that much of a sports fan in general. Oh, my gosh, Dr. Cohen. Yeah, I'm sorry. Why? I'm sorry. If anything, I'm a hockey fan, but um, more than anything. And I enjoy basketball, too. But why? Because there's only so much time for stuff. And, and I'm more of a movies tv pop culture yeah. books and podcast fan rather than sports that that kind of takes between well, really, my career and this podcast and all that other stuff sports kind of goes a lot lower on the list i've kind of become less interested in like the professional leagues like the nfl nba because like you said they get paid all this money and it's like at the end of the day they don't really care like effort wise i think they're having fun but like it's just another paycheck. I like college, like college basketball, college football. Those are kids that are still, for the most part, about what they're doing. Yeah. But now college athletes can get paid or, you know, brands. Yes. they can get sponsored. Exactly. Yeah. Very true. So I don't know. But I was going to say the thing with steroids is I just saw someone posted on Twitter. It was an old friend of mine from college. He played baseball. And he had this like amazing transformation with weight loss and getting lean. He looks great. And he retweeted something that said like all fitness influencers at some point in their life had have used steroids or some body enhancement thing to get to their goal, like 
no one is is taking the easy path anymore. You know, unfortunately, there, there's, I think, you know, having talked to some athletes, I think that's true to some degree. I'd love to have, I'm actually going to start working with the trainer next week. I'm so excited because I've been out of my fitness game. I had a trainer in New York, Rashad Slowly. He's amazing. His Instagram is shoddyfit. If you want to look him up, he's very good. I was very fit. And he is a former football player. And now I'm training with his friend who has like kind of the same background. And I think it was a running back at USC or Penn State or something. You could pick his brain one day and ask him all these things. Yeah. You never did? Not yet. I haven't met him yet, actually. I never asked my old trainer, Rashad, but. Oh, you never did. We could have both of them on, actually. They'd be great. Yeah. And speaking of all this stuff, what about the Olympics? Are you watching any of the Olympics? Oh, you know, it's so bad. I've been so busy with work that I don't even watch TV that much anymore, but I see clips here and there on social media, but I heard this morning on my drive because I do my daily drive podcast um, that Michaela Shifflin didn't win the gold. She, I don't even think she finished the race for the solemn. Is she the one who kind of coming right out kind of screwed up or something? Yeah. 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 It sounds like there's been a lot of that going on. A lot of that. It kind of reminds, I well, not, Exactly. But it reminds you kind of of the pressure on um, Simone Biles and like when she DQ'd or she didn't even actually compete and everyone was like, oh, yeah. I don't think it's like of the same nature, but there's so much pressure on these people that have won gold in the past. That- you know, there's so much pressure, the, so much more scrutiny on on all of these athletes, too. You know, so the standards are so much higher. The scrutiny is so much higher. Everybody, the training, the intensity of the training, all of that is just so much more intense. You know, you think of you think of Olympic athletes as, quote, they're supposed to be amateurs, but no one is an amateur anymore. You know, that it's they're professional athletes, even, even though they're not yet being paid. But I mean, they eat and breathe and live and, you know, they're the, the intensity and the scrutiny. And it's no wonder why it's it's I heard on the on the news also coming in this morning. I, I think the same skier said that, you know, she, it's making her reevaluate her whole last, you know, her whole training, her whole life, you know, the fact that she barely got out of there. But I also heard very, you know, not a lot of people are watching the Olympics. Yeah. She sounds like tomorrow, no one's going to care. <laughs> I think, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. There's, there's definitely, I don't think there's as much hype as there was around the other, the summertime Olympics. Yeah. Did you ever think you were going to be an Olympic volleyball player? Oh gosh. Not Olympic, but I was like, I want to play for a long time. I think I realized I didn't want to and would not once I started playing in college. Because I was like, okay, I actually hate this. It's like a job. What college? I played at St. John's University in Queens. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that uh, Lou Carnesecca? It is. Oh, he's How do you like that? Are you impressed? And I'm not a sports impressed. guy. Yeah, but yeah. you're a New York guy. He's New like York. a legend. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a lot. I have friends that post-college played like overseas and they still do like adult leagues now, but it's like my body, the wear and tear. So many. Well, our, well, your, our connection is through my, my eldest daughter, Liat. Yeah. Who also was a volleyballer. Yes. And she, she, for a one year after, I don't know how long ago she did kind of play with some friends, uh, not regularly in some kind of volleyball league. And she keeps talking about wanting to start playing beach, you know, for fun. So 
You guys should start doing it. You absolutely should. I did it once in adult league in like Brooklyn. And the next day, my shoulder and my back, I was like, okay, I'm done. Retired. I've retired. No, that's true. My, my wife doesn't understand. She still plays intense tennis. Oh, I love tennis. Yeah. Yeah. But like tennis is a lifelong sport. I, I picked tennis back up because I played as a kid all summer. And now I have my rapid here and I haven't played once. Where does she play? Play with Bernice. Go find Bernice and go play some tennis. I'm finding Bernice. You could find Nemo and you could find Bernice. <laughs> finding Bernice. <laughs> exactly. Finding near Bernice. Um, yeah, no, tennis is a good one. But a lot of my friends, as we age, realize maybe we shouldn't be playing sports and we should just be like working out only so that we don't hurt ourselves. Injure yourselves. Exactly. There's there's some old old man thinking to that. Longevity. Longevity. I don't know what the answer is. What are you eating now? You're not going to like this. Well, you're going to think this is crazy. It looked like a blueberry. It's a blueberry. I'm doing, I shouldn't even be eating. I'm doing a. All right. You're doing a cleanse still. You're still cleansing. Well, this is, that was like a pre-cleanse. This is the real cleanse. It's two days of drinking. You and your mom. Yeah, my mom and I, Tina. Hey, Tina. How's the cleanse going, Tina? She's going to, she's actually going to be like, oh, it's going great. Meanwhile, I'm like starving. Uh Uh-huh. From 12 to 6 for two days, we drink just milk. And then from 12 to 6 for the other two days, just fruits and veggies. I know we talked about the just milk part. That kind of, that part's kind of weird. But the just veggies are good. It's like being vegan. But the milk thing, I mean, yesterday I was like, okay. But it's going good. Good. How, how many days? This has been a week now, right? No, no. I just started on Monday. Last week I just was eating like very clean. Oh, last week was the pre-cleanse. The pre-cleanse. Now you're doing the cleanse and then it'll be the post-cleanse. But now my weekend, like... There's a Super Bowl coming. Super Bowl? Like, I don't know what I'm doing, but like, I have to have like, you know, Buffalo covered something. Right. I unfortunately am on call on Sunday at two hospitals. So I will very likely not be watching any of the Super Bowl, except when I'm in patients' rooms, seeing them in the hospitals, and they'll be watching the game. Actually, and the reality is, I hate to confess, That'll probably be more Super Bowl than I usually watch if I weren't working. So you'll be sleeping until you get called in. No, no, no. I'm going to be at the hospital. Oh, or you're oh, like you'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there all day working. One of my partners who's who's on my on backup for us this weekend found out that I'm on call that we're on. So she's my backup. She found out that initially we were supposed to be on call Saturday, but we switched it to Sunday because they asked if we could do them a favor. Right. And she's really upset because she's very into the Super Bowl. So she's kind of, she hasn't told me, but I, she's told another one of my partners. She's pretty pissed at me. God. And yeah. I guess I, I don't blame her, but she's on backup. What could you do? You know, it's going to be crazy regardless. But yeah, I have the Super Bowl. So like I might cheat a little. It's not really cheating. But I then think the, you got it. Then it's the next the day is Valentine's Day, which means also nothing to me. But like I have to celebrate with like chocolate, obviously. By yourself? Yeah. You're just going to eat chocolate? <laughs> yeah, but like, that's just another Monday. Chocolate is a Monday. Chocolate is chocolate is a seven days a week. I asked my wife if she would be my Valentine. Oh, when did you ask? Yesterday. And what did she say? She had no idea what I was talking about. She thought I was weird and bizarre and my kids were there and they just thought I was nuts. <laughs> Do you guys still do that? You have to ask to be. No, we never do. But I, one of the, we were in the OR and one of the nurses said, you know what? You should do that. 
you should say, you should say to your wife, you should ask your wife to be your Valentine. I'm like, you know what? That's a good idea. She's like, yeah, she'll love it. So I asked my wife and I think she just thinks I'm nuts and crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, oh, she, that's sweet. I know, but it was weird. And my kids, they're like, what's wrong with that man? You know, kind of thing. Oh my but, God. Yeah. So maybe, ever- so maybe we'll actually go out to dinner. That'd be nice. You should. Yeah. Yeah. We'll Treat see. her. Yeah. I'd like to go. I'd like to go to Crossroads. <gasps> That's right by my apartment. Yeah. It's, it's, been on Melrose. It's, it's vegan. Vegan. But, but she's like a shellfish lover. So I think since I asked her out for Valentine's Day, we're probably not going to Crossroads. We're probably going to some seafood restaurant is my I guess. I mean, Crossroads, I thought it was like, okay, but it was like, I could make this. I think it's great. Maybe it's just what I got. I went there for breakfast and it was kind of. Oh, boring. why? No, no, you got to go for dinner. Okay, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, maybe you got to. Go maybe I'll go there and it, I could be a third wheel or like the daughter you never had. Just me, you, and my wife for Valentine's. Yeah. I that'll be a great idea, and then you'll find Bernice and play tennis. There you go. See, it probably be how she would prefer Monday night. That's the plan. Actually, maybe that's what we should do. We should play tennis together Monday night. She'd probably prefer that. Are you off? Do you get any days off? I'm off next weekend, not this coming weekend. That's nice. I was going to say, <laughs> there's probably going to be some funny ER stories. Or like, have you ever heard any funny Valentine's Day? Like, I'm trying to think if there have been any interesting, you know, the, the day, the holiday that has the most uh, injuries and trauma typically is July 4th, you know, where people like blow themselves fireworks. up. Yeah, fireworks. Or Halloween. Right, right. but. I don't, I don't think Valentine tends to be as much as a crazy thing. Super Bowl, maybe. Super Bowl Sunday, you know, a lot of people eat crazy and drink a lot. So, so that's why they actually asked me to kind of help out that day because they're worried, especially since the Super Bowl is going to be here in L.A., they asked me to help out and, and take calls. So, so that's the reason, to kind of be prepared in case there's a lot of nuttiness in the emergency rooms. When you're on call, that means you're not just tending to like oncology based. Right. When I'm doing on call, in addition to the fact that I'm a surgical oncologist, we do a lot of general surgery. So when we're on call, we'll deal with ruptured appendix. We'll deal with acute gallbladder attacks. We'll deal with intestinal blockages. We'll deal with colon inflammation. Well, yeah, it's been about a year, actually. Whoa. It's been a year. I tomorrow, I think, or tomorrow or Friday, it'll be a year since I was here in LA and I was having, and it could have been for my Lyme, like my liver was inflamed. I was having stomach pain for like two months. And every time I pressed, it would hurt. Like, it was kind of, I guess, like my, is your gallbladder like below your breastbone? It, on the right side. It's under the rib cage on the right. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh, it hurts. Then I would look, it was like be a little inflamed. There was like a little bruise, but I was fine. I went to the ER, I went to Cedar sinai and he told me it was an ulcer, but it wasn't an ulcer. Really? Was it your gallbladder? It was an inflamed liver. Inflamed liver. So I was Interesting. Like, What's Did it become too many cleanses? <laughs> too many know? milk cleanses? Is that is that true? No, I'm kidding. Oh God. Did, did they do? Did they do an ultrasound? They did an ultrasound. There's nothing unusual. No gallstones. No gallstones which I heard would really hurt to pass. Yeah. 
No, and often you don't pass them. We just have to get stuck. That's why we often have to do surgery on those. Oh, yeah, none of yeah. that. I was well, I'm glad you're better. Me too. And podcasting. Me too. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. What else are we talking about today? Uh, well, I mean, I don't want to give too much away, but we have some cool guests lined up for our next couple of podcasts, which I'm really excited about from all different sectors, from journalism to production to doctors and money and actors. Actors. Cool. We're very excited. We're going to get some good guests going. I'm excited. Yeah. And we're going to have some cool promos for people to give away and try different things. And Nice. Are we going to do merch? We're doing, I didn't want to give it away. We're going to be doing merch. Merch. And merch. now you're talking. And there you go. Are we going to have like a pop-up? <laughs> okay, now we're getting on the Bravo Toast level. Exactly. Here, we're gonna do a, we can do a pop-up here at Bravo Toast. There you go. Meet meet the team. Yeah. Exactly. Eat a toast, meet the team. No, we should do a gross toast. Ooh. That's nice. like more Halloween vibes, but like the gross toast. Yeah. There you go. I think you're onto something. Yeah. So thanks for joining us, everybody at Gross Anatomy. Thank you so much. This was fun. Keep tuning in with our new host, Rhea O'Neill. That's right. Until next time. Until next time. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to Gross Anatomy. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can check out more episodes on the evolving sights, smells, and sounds of medicine. Gross Anatomy is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition.